motherfuckers, we back. Hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all been waiting for that hey, y'all, and that joined. It's been a long time. Yo, we haven't had an episode to get, like, together since 2020. Uh, oh. Can I? I forgot if I could. I've, cu- I've been cussing. I've been saying all types of shit on That's here. That's true. I've been hearing it. It's been some good shit. Too. I've been saying a lot of shit, but we back. We back. And we back. And we back. And we back. Yo, and this is the first time that I have physically seen Shay since January, and before that, I feel like we didn't see each other since. Like, it was like the minute. fall. Yeah, I think it was like the fall, and then we saw each other. Cause we're the girl in the hill at some point, which I think that was the fall. That had to be fall or something. Or we went to girl on the hill. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Live it was in hot the city. outside. I didn't live I in the think. city for that long either. So but like, yeah, cause that's, I remember when the last time in the video of us at girl on the hill. Oh, it, it was, was our anniversary. Was, hot. was it? Our it was hot. Yeah. Or it was like around that. It time was around. That it was around that time because I had. Um, we took a. You paid for my food because my semester was starting. Okay, yeah, it's your so semester food. It was like July, August. Yeah. And then we saw each other again in January. In January when we went to well, January. No, I had came and seen you in Jazz. In January? In I think it was January. It may have been December. Yo, the timeline is it's, like, <laughs> y'all basically, as you we can see, see we each can, other. We basically <laughs> have not seen each other. Like However, we've been on the phone with each other every, every fucking day. day. There's Sometimes a period at like work. two or three hours at a time. <laughs> More than that! I think we're... There's times... There was one day I was at work, and you were on the phone with me, damn near the whole shit. I'm okay with that. Nah, facts. I mean, ain't nobody else to talk to. No, <laughs> That's worthwhile. I'll be on the phone with people like, what you call me for? They'd be like, uh, yeah, we don't have to sit on the phone in silence. But then I'd be on the phone in silence for No, literally saying nothing. <laughs> and I'd be in the back doing my little ad. You! Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna go on Amazon. Right. I'm on Shein. I'm sending this I to you. This is what I just sent you on Instagram. Okay, Instagram, right? <laughs> so yeah, y'all. It's been There's amazing. even been times where I've been on the phone with Shay at work and she's been, there was, she took a whole Zoom meeting and I was in her ear. I really did. I so was like, yes, Jessica, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want, Jessica? Okay. Yo! We really and literally it was a whole, I think I was like, I was getting a job. I was getting a gig. <laughs> and like the, the girl was calling me to tell me about the gig. Um, and I was, at first I hung up and I was like, wait, I don't got to hang up with this. I literally called her back and was like, all right, well, you just want to be in my ear. There's literally been times where people have like been talking to me and I'm like, hold on, shit. They're like, oh, you're on the phone. It's okay. Whatever you have to say to me, you can say it first. This is me. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and, we are and it's at a point where we can answer questions about each other's jobs and we don't even do the fucking exactly. jobs. Like, exactly. <laughs> we are one. But damn, so much has happened. This bitch did got married. I did. I got, I eloped actually. Real ghetto. <laughs> let me tell y'all, let me tell y'all the story of how I found out that this bitch is married, right? So she, she's like, oh yeah, this nigga's making making lamb tonight and y'all know i'll be laughing because i don't think men could cook it's a handful of men who could cook but i'll be laughing because they really think they be doing something by putting salt and pepper on some right. meat like and literally the picture i sent her was him <laughs> looking mad happy and he's checking out his too. Like. so i was when she sent it to me i was like wait a minute this man has a ring on his finger and i was about to be like do he wear that ring on you all the time 
or did you not see it today? Because he got a whole wife at home, and he over here kiki in your face. I was ready to, like, attack, because I was like, this nigga got me tight trying to play my sister's face. And then I was like, y'all just fucking got married or something? And then she called my phone. When she called, I knew something was up. I said, hello. She was like, hee hee. So. (laughs) It was literally days before I was about to tell everybody. So I got married in December. Um, And I just, I kind of just held it for a while because I just didn't want, like, I didn't want to hear anybody's mouth about it. Because I was like, I don't even know, like, you know, it felt so right, so I just did it, and I just didn't want anybody's, like, side um, combo about it. And then I was like, okay, I need to find the perfect moment to, like, tell everybody, like, everyone has to, like, fully meet him, because, like, everyone had just known about him at the time, like, it, it wasn't a secret that I was with him, um, but it wasn't, I don't think anybody, anybody knew how much... I, like, felt for him and how much I loved him at the time. So, I mean, nobody... I don't feel like anybody was really super shocked when they found out. Um, but, yeah, I wanted to do, like, a grand announcement. <laughs> that was did. grand. That was grand. Over lamb. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch it told me she was married like over some lamb, y'all. Um, but, yeah, I got married in December. Um, Khalil and I eloped. And it was very, it was very intimate and very sweet. Um, my husband is Muslim, so we had like a nice little like um, mosque ceremony, and then we did like a courthouse thing, and that was it. I mean, wow. Meanwhile, I'm over here going through a vicious breakup. <laughs> <and> <laughs> she's over here popping the question. Well, getting popped the question. Yes. Um. So yeah, that's been it. I mean, we've been married for eight months now. And you know, they always say the first year of marriage is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, (laughs) and they didn't lie about that. That's the one. I'm going to just say that they did not lie about marriage being very hard in the first year. There's a lot of adjustments. Um, And our adjustments are a lot different considering the fact that we kind of skipped, um, you know how couples will be together for like four years, five years. I've seen niggas on ten years, like waiting to like um, get married. So you know that first year is definitely difficult. I'm here to tell everybody it's the truth. I'm not saying that your marriage will be difficult the first year. I'm just saying that you know a lot of people do say that, and it seems to be the truth. Um, and then I also just added a little more struggle to my life because, um, I married a stranger. So let's hope this works out. <laughs> what, what Cause if not, then I'm going to commit. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like two people who know what that means. That's fine. <laughs> two people who know what that means. And Prepare. if they also know me, they know I'm dead serious. <laughs> yeah. Nah, so that's it. That's <laughs> big, bro. I'm at a point where I feel like I'm about to commit cause this nigga got me. Fucked up. And you know what it is? I'm realizing it's not even the people that I'm dating that got me fucked up. And I mean this in the most respectful way. My parents got me fucked up. No. <laughs> like, my dad not being a part of my life shows up so much in my relationship. And it's showing up so much with this fucking situation. I hear that. 
And it makes me want to, like, <laughs> run up on my dad and just punch him in the face. Like, bam! Yo, sometimes... And walk away. Like... <laughs> yo, how many times did I didn't text you? Like, I need to go slap my mom. Yo, like, yeah! Like, you... like times. And I know sometimes, like... I don't want to say they don't pick who they have their kids by. Because you literally do. You literally have But, like... <laughs> I don't think people realize the demons that the other person has until they have a kid. And they see how that shit shows up. Like, the, the like, I don't even, I probably shouldn't have said demons, but, like, you know, like, their triggers and the shit that they're hiding behind themselves, it's so, like, unresolved that you don't see that shit until after you done did something that tragic. Because I feel like my mom's a great woman. Like, I don't think my mom would have had a kid with my dad if she seen what she know now. Right. That he would have just up and left and like bounced and did like and been the man that he is. But child, for everybody who think about having kids, my advice is heal yourself first. Yes. Your children deserve a healed parent because when they get our age and you have to heal for your mother in order to heal yourself, that's some shit. No, that's really that's some shit. shit. Like it's it's. Mm-mm. And for all you absentee fathers, because I know some ancient niggas that be listening to this, because that's that's well, what some of them why do. Why are you listening? Why are you listening but you, to this? That's what they be doing. They be trying to listen to see what people are saying about them. And I know some of y'all are listening, because I know I be seeing y'all at Grill Two. It's it's a nigga that be at Grill Two that listen to this podcast, and he ain't shit. And I know he ain't You're not shit. Taking care of your kids. No, but you, let me. I'm about no. to tell somebody business, bro. That's fine. His name. And he not taking care of his kids. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's, it's federal business. I'm not going to tell his name because I got mad love for his daughter. But my dad also did this shit too. But anyways, so he walked up to me. He was he was trying to talk to me. He was like, "Yo, you you cute, blah blah." He bought me my friend some drinks. It's two of us, so I'm like. Alright, we won't let you buy the drink. First of all, I'm never gonna not let somebody buy me a drink at the bar. That's true. Um, you can swipe your card. I'ma order my drink, but you're not about to bring me no drink. That's that's the difference. That's it. So he my homie sitting there, she's like, Oh, who is that? I'm like, this bum ass nigga that be here. But you know, you say somebody's a bum, they not a bum. They just right. they a bum because they in your face. And I had made a video, smoke a hookah as usual. And he was like in the back of my video, but you couldn't tell that it like he you couldn't tell he was sitting with us. He just happened to be in the back, and she she, she slid up on my picture on Instagram. Was like, "That's my dad. What he doing there?" And I was like, Yikes. "I was like, oh, who's your dad?" And I showed my friend, and she was like, "Don't tell her that he just bought you drinks unless y'all like cool like that." And I was like, "I had no clue that was his dad." And she was like, "If that nigga's there." buying drinks tell me because that nigga has never taken care of me in my life and I just asked him to buy sneakers and I was like what well, he just well, bought me in my friend <laughs> <laughs> here's a picture of his brother <laughs> she was like she literally told me she said run the tab run the fucking tab and I was like heard you and I ended up getting her a pasta to go and she came and picked it up but he was already gone at least he, he paid for it but <laughs> She pulled up. She was like, "Daddy could pay for this shit." I was like, "Yeah, he paid for everything that we had." She was like, "Damn," but like them type of niggas, and it's crazy because he, he to this day he don't know. He probably know now because <laughs> he gonna listen to this episode. But he every time he see me now, he be like, "Yo, you don't fucking me. You don't fucking me. You let me buy you drinks and all that shit. You never even gave me your phone number." <laughs> and then the next week he was like. Yo, my boy put me on their podcast. Yo, yo, you be on there talking the truth. And I wanted to say so bad. 
I just was like, I was sitting with a, an adult who I have like a lot of respect for. Mm. So I was just like, thank you. Da-da-da. But I really wanted to be like, you need to listen to the Toxic Parents episode. Right. But I just let it go. <laughs> but he gonna listen to this and know that it's him because he Yo, the situation. Take care of your kids. It's so you like, made the kids like. That's what I don't understand. And I be saying, like, it's so easy to take care of your kid because, well, when I say that, it's like, you just, you did something. Like, just take care of it. I just feel like it's easier for you to acknowledge that you have a kid and take care of them than it is for you to act like the kid don't exist. Exactly. And I know there's mad people who are going to be like, oh, it's not that. It's going to be niggas. <laughs> it's going to be niggas. Oh, it's not that niggas easy. always do that. Right. Oh, it's not that easy. I'm fighting demons. Like, bro. Or my baby mom ain't shit. Cause she Okay. Which, I'm going to say this. Ladies, that whole, if you don't do this, you're not going to see your kid shit. You got to stop that. Yes. Because you're not hurting him. You, you hurt your kid. Me. And also, your kid, and I'm speaking as a person who's dealing with this shit, you grow up and you realize what parent is problematic. You realize that shit. Like, my my dad will literally your mother did da 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 da, da. and then when I talk to my mom, my mom will have the opposite story. And I know people are gonna say, oh, of course your stories are gonna be opposite. But when I go to a third party person who does not have a relationship with my mom, who has a relationship with my dad, and they're like, Leslie ain't do that. Oh, who am I, sir? So it's just like yeah, we grow up and realize what parent was problematic, what parent didn't do what they needed to do, like. And it, sorry, going back full circle hurts the child in the long run. Yeah. Now, there are situations that, you know, dealing with, is, especially when we add people. Because this is, I mean, Nina always having these conversations because we're, we're always talking about healing. Like, yeah. on a regular day. Yeah. It'd be a regular day. Like, we don't do this shit for fake. Like, we literally are actively working on ourselves. And so, a lot of the things we talk about is, like, how we're navigating situations now. And we connect it back to how we, like, have grown up. Like, things that we've dealt with with our parents and shit. Like, that shit is too real. And it starts to bleed into your relationships. Because before, when it was just, like, we were single. And we are kind of just, like, you know, just talking to people, dating, whatever. Like, those kind of things didn't really pop up as much. Because those people weren't really here to stay. Or, or right. no one were considering having them around to stay right but now that we're considering people and for me i'm i'm definitely with someone like for the long run um these things are popping up and it's stemming from some bullshit that our parents have like put us through or what they didn't do so then it it ends up being like a, a bad like trait that follows us into a relationship and it's there are people who don't even know that like, we're fortunate enough to be able to be like, all right, we see this shit. We're fortunate enough to have each other to be like, nah, this. You're bugging. Let's dissect <laughs> this. Let's pick this apart. Like, a lot of people haven't even got there yet. So they just think everybody that comes into their life is toxic, that they only attract toxic people. They only attract this one, this one type of person. And it's like, no, there's like, there's something else there. There's a deeper right. thing that needs to be like flushed out so you really get to the root of it. Do the work. And that shit I, is, I say that often. Do the fucking work. Do the work. And the work is not easy. That's the crazy part. The work is not easy. It's cr- you, yo, it's not easy. And the thing that makes it not easy, and I'm going to be transparent as hell, is that you will do the work 
and you start feeling like yourself and you start feeling like yourself for a good two fucking weeks and then some shit slap you in the fucking face yep. and you all the way back at square one back where you just literally like literally back at square what the fuck like there's been so many times and this week alone for me this week alone was one of those things like one of those times where so much happened that I was just like I thought I was fine and then realizing all over again that I'm not also, me and Cher are realizing, like, there's shit. How can I say this? We're in situations. I don't want to say in situations. But we've experienced things that made you feel stuck. And you didn't even realize that being stuck was, was I don't want to say an option. But, like, something that could happen in this moment. Like, you just smooth coasting. And then when somebody points something out to you, you'd be like, God damn, shit. I, I didn't think that was what that was, but clearly it is. There's been so many moments in the last few weeks where I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? I feel like I constantly have that. Um, and I, I hate that I sometimes have these moments where, for me, it's sometimes even a shorter time than two weeks. Like, I'll, it'll be like a, like a couple of days and I'm like, all right, things are good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And I need to cry. Like... Nah, I don't. I don't I've it. cried mad times this week, Bro, and I don't like that shit. You know the difference now about me crying is that I sleep next to somebody every night. Yo, it's this thing on Facebook. It said, <laughs> "Imagine crying," and then it said, "The thing about being married is imagine crying, and then like a man just walks in the He's room." Just that there. shit was hilarious. Yo, and literally <laughs> that's what it is when you live with your partner, and you really going through some shit, and you just trying to figure it out. I'm in my late twenties now, so I'm twenty seven. That pause was unintentional. Yo. But that just hit me. <laughs> the last episode you did, you was 25. Oh. oh my God. I'm 27 now, y'all. And there's some shit that's popping up. Like, there's a lot of shit that I don't want to drag into my 30s. Um, personally, like, there's just shit that I'm just, I'm trying to knock out. I'm trying to flush it out. I'm trying to talk it out. I'm trying to cry it out. What All the things that Solange did. And crazy in the sky. That's what, that's what the fuck I'm doing right now. Because I'm about to fuck these feelings away. Literally, like, <laughs> come on. I need them gone. That's the thing. Like, I need them gone. I'm at the point where, you know, now I'm married. I want to have children. And I want to have, I there needs to be a space in my life for them. Which means some shit gotta go. And that's that's a crazy critical part like place to be in my life right now and we've been talking about healing for like two years now Bro, but I, and we're gonna talk about it for years not, to come. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much like i don't want to say like healing never stops but it just never stops like you're we're ever growing people and there's gonna be shit that happens that you just gotta outgrowing behaviors is a part of healing like, you got the negative, the negative talk to yourself and, like, all that type of shit. Like, that's a part of healing. Learning for, learning how to speak life into yourself is a process. That's a process that I... For some people, it just seems so natural. Like, we could, we literally are people who talk and be like, oh, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. I'm fine. I'm cute. Do you know who I am? Like, that's that's who we are when we talk to our, about ourselves. But there are people who don't have that. And who don't have the ability to do that to themselves. Y'all better be healing, though. 
And if you ain't a healed man, don't try to go talk to the woman. Just stop. I want y'all to stop doing that. You know you can't keep up. And it be with situations. You know you probably think you could keep up with somebody. And when you realize that you can't keep up, y'all don't even y'all don't even bow out. And I'm not asking you to bow out gracefully. You can just be like, I can't do this and walk with me. Leave me at the dinner table, but at least I know that you couldn't do it. That's it. Y'all be trying to still buy flowers and shit. <laughs> no, you can't keep up. Like, I think the huge the biggest part of like the whole healing thing, and it's like it's not even a come healed kind of thing. I feel like I used to say that a lot. I used to say come healed until I realized that nah, your girl is not. <laughs> your girl is not healed. <laughs> and I'll still stab somebody else. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I think I'm scared to know me who wouldn't stab somebody. What the? Who the fuck is that? Right. So the, I, the whole come heal thing, I used to say that. And I know a lot of girls say that because, you know, girls are like, I'm not going to say all girls, but we are sometimes more like emotionally mature. We take on a lot, like early, like all the things. So I know a lot of women who are like, come heal, come heal. And I stopped saying that once I realized I wasn't healed um, and that there was a lot more healing to do. However, the one thing I am above all is honest. And that's the thing. You gotta be honest. So even like, if you about to get into a relationship and you know there are certain things you gotta deal with, like I told um, Khalil like very early on when we started, like it started, it got really serious really quick, and we saw that. And the first thing I told him was, I have some shit that I'm working on, and I'm not fully where I need to be. And I had to be transparent about that because I could feel how intense our relationship was getting so quickly. So I I didn't want him to be blindsided. I told him up front, like, I'm working on certain things. And even now, like, us being together, um, there are things that pop up that obviously I'm still working on. <laughs> like, my ability to commit very quick. Um, <laughs> certain anger things that I hope feel. that like I I truly hope that y'all are as intelligent as I think you are and you're able to read between the lines. <laughs> if you don't know what the word commit means I don't know. I don't know what to tell you because you're probably know. confused. I don't know but yeah. If you're gonna be here tomorrow Damn, by the time they listen to this episode, it's not gonna be tomorrow. Oh. But if you if you're in Boston this weekend, you're gonna know what commit means tomorrow. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, there are a lot of things that you can be working on, but just be honest, especially if you have somebody in your life, because more than anything, they just deserve to know. Like if, right, you are, if they wanna be willing to deal right, with that shit or not. You have to give people the heads up, give them the opportunity to decide. If they want to deal with your shit, like you can't force nobody to deal with that. You also can't be mad if they decide to walk away. But the one thing that you can do is be honest, be open. And if somebody decides to stay, then that's it. They want to take that path with you. And even if they do decide to stay and they start to see what this path is like with you, but it's ultimately not something for them that we, it's going to hurt like hell because you opened up and you were vulnerable, but Sometimes people will feel like they can handle something until they're in the sauce. 
And once they're in it, they're like, oh, wait, I can't. It's too much. This ain't it. Like, I really can't. And that's that thing. You have to appreciate when somebody tells you, I can't take this. I can't handle this kind of thing. Because I feel like, you know, my partner does that with me all the time. He's very, um, he's not, I will I'm not going to say he's nonchalant, but he's like, he's not as expressive as I am. And so there are times where I'm just like, open the fuck up. Like, <laughs> gotta say some shit. And he's like, I'm not ready. Like, I'm not ready to talk about that. I can't, I, I don't feel comfortable talking about that. I, you gotta eat that. Sometimes you gotta eat that. And that hurts, but be honest. Be honest where you are. And it's okay if you're not, you're not where you're supposed to be. It's okay if you're not where you're supposed to be in a year, too. Like, we know, as long as you're actively working, doing the work that we keep saying, knowing that it's a journey to do the work and knowing that it's not going to be easy to do the work, I think you'll be just fine. You better be just fine. And cry it out, shit. Like, I'm not, yo. And that's for everybody. If you're a man too, like, you can cry. Please cry. Like, don't be holding in years and years and years worth of stuff. Cry it out if you really like. That's such a relief. This must make me go off. This must make me go off. What? What you talking about? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> crying is literally such a release. And I know a lot of people are like, I don't do that crying shit. Like, blah blah. Like, um, yeah, that used to be me. Like, all As literally fuck. all the time. I never shed a tear. I would eat everything in my life. Like everything. And I've been through some shit. Okay. And I literally never cried about anything. I just eat it. And be like, all right, I'm good. I give myself five minutes to be mad about it. I'm good. Boom. That's it. Holding up, bottling mad shit up. For what? For who? Because who does that help? I'm not saying go, go, voila, everybody, right? But I'm telling you, find a way to, like, in a healthy way to release that shit. Because you don't need that shit sitting on you. If you got to go in the bathroom, turn the shine. I'm talking from experience. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> If you gotta go in the bathroom, turn the shower on, turn the faucet on, right? Put your music on. Act like you're singing at first and then just start crying and do it. As long as you let it go. I support. As long as... How many times have I been in the shower, music blasting, (laughs) having a nice moment, singing? I just gotta let it go. I ain't gonna lie to y'all the other day. Some shit happened. I have an electric pistol sharpener. <laughs> I sharpen the hell out of those pistols. Exactly. <laughs> Find a way to release. I know JoJo probably was like, all those pistols. Back to school, I'm like, why was she sharpening it? But I had to make some noise. I was, uh uh-uh. uh. Do it. Find a way. But that's, that was also me. Like, up until May of this year. May of this year, I publicly cried. Publicly cried. And I was just like, damn. Like, who am I? And that that was one of those times that triggered like a, the next part of the healing process. Like, what, what are you actually crying for? Are you crying because this situation hurt you? Or are you crying because this is a familiar situation? Like, this is a familiar feeling. You're feeling this again. NASA man was just like, bro, what the fuck? I'm crying from something that happened in 2002. 
Right. <laughs> and in 2002, I was like, Yo, nah, cause I'm still mad that my dad left me sit on a porch waiting for him to come pick me up, and he never came, exactly. bro. That's something I'm about to. I'm about to tell him that he. I'm about to text that nigga. I'm about to text him. Where you? Where you at? You want to go to lunch? Bam, I'm on my way. Right. I'm gonna block his number. I'm gonna block his number. All that. Just never show. Fuck you. Or we be like, you want a pizza and have the have the Domino's person come there. And punch him. What an empty box. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, can you send ass whoopings? <laughs> now, I know a crackhead who will deliver. Listen. Rosie the crackhead will deliver. I'm telling you. That's what I would love. Rosie will deliver. I would also, I would send one to myself sometimes. Nah, you like, know? Nah, cause sometimes I be on my bullshit and I also need my ass. Me and Sarah both of my fuckers <laughs> Me ending up on Seaview Avenue. No one ain't supposed to be over there. Come on. There are times. Damn. Mm-mm. Y'all better do the work. It's not going to be. And I feel like this is, well, y'all know, this is not the first time we have this conversation. So, do right. the fucking work. If y'all haven't learned from anybody else, take our experiences and learn from them. No, Please. Like. You just <laughs> nothing but open and Please don't let my my hurting and healing go in vain, cause I do this shit publicly. I didn't have so many so many conversations on this podcast telling you my business. Please learn from that shit. And I've been gone for a minute, but my business will surely pop up. Please. <sighs> wow. The sick thing about this is that it's like. It's literally a part of adulthood that nobody's gonna tell you about. Ever. They're fucking lying. They always tell you, oh, like... They tell you, you know, about how much like bills you're about to pay. Right, they tell you about the bills. They tell you about, like... There's, like, that sweet spot where they always talk about how your 20s is gonna be so fun. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Not Hutch. Hutch <laughs> I'm so happy he was honest about that. Because here's the thing. It's... Now that we're living through it, like... There's a big difference of... Um, who I was at 22 and 23, like that free person. I was living in Stanford. I just graduated college. I was free, like just happy. Um, but then now being 27 and feeling more responsibility and feeling more pressure, like it's like, yo, that video of the lady talking about the pressure is getting worse. She was not lying. She was not lying. Like I have not, I have never felt so much, sorry, so much pressure in my life that I feel at this moment, I feel the most pressure that I ever felt at this moment. And I've accomplished a lot of shit, right? I am not Uncle Clifford in my city. Oh, we gotta go home. <laughs> we gotta go home. Yo, he's such a handsome man. He, Mr. Grand, re 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 open it. <laughs> you need to watch this season. I, yeah, I'm gonna catch up. Um, yeah, I feel like at this point in my life, there's like more pressure than ever. Um, I think partly that pressure is because of like children. Like that's oh, because you're married and yeah, right it's like I'm now like. Can you give me a nephew? Listen, you don't have to do it this week. Maybe next week. Not next week. <laughs> <laughs> if it's up to nine, Khalil, I would have already had five children. So nah, because I don't want your kids to grow up and my kids not go have nobody to play with. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm wait, I'm good. What he is. Like, 
Because the way life looking for me, I'm good on that. <laughs> I'm going to have to go flip through some pages at somebody's sperm bank. Um, but yeah, I feel like that's like one of the biggest pressures I have now. And I only have that pressure now because I'm married. Like there's a new pressure that you comes officially with have that. to like heal for right. Two. So it's like mm, that's that is stinging. But other than that, life is good. I have a really great job. That <laughs> is a hot ass mess, but Bruh, it's a okay. really great job. Right. Let's look. Okay, I'm at All Saints in school and at Likeable right now, which is all Likeable is my part time job, but Shay's full time job. Yeah. They got us working on and yo, you know what's crazy. Me and Shay manifest so much in our lives. Like, oh, I'm about to put you onto this. We go take over this company, and we literally go in and take over. Do it up. Do it up. We take over everything, and I love that for us. I love how we're such like go getters, and and everything that we want in life, we got. Like that, and like it's crazy because it be to the T. No, it's scary. Like I want, I want this, this, and this, and this, and it's then scary. I look back, like remember in twenty, like twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, I used to have the sticky notes all over my room, and I used to, I took them down as I completed something. Like I had a certain color for certain things that that were completed, that were goals rather. And I, I got to the like this year when I was cleaning my wall off, and I'm just looking at some of the quotes, and I'm like, yo, these quotes really got me through mad shit. But I'm looking, I'm like, I don't have any more pink. Sticky notes, because I didn't completed everything that I wanted to complete. I got everything that I, I, I asked for, which shout out to God for making the doors come open for me. But it's scary sometimes. Like, I really have the power to, to get that shit. And we see it over and, and over and over again. And that <laughs> this is going to get better. That's how I feel like sometimes I'm like, let me stop speaking. Yeah. <laughs> Let me shut up. I don't even got nothing. Let me see what say God right got to say about like, this. God, do your thing. Right. I'm shut Let up. me not say. Let me anything. give you back the keys to your to your car. A lot of what I've talked about, even like, so I also moved, y'all. I never. I don't know if I told y'all. You, I actually think I mentioned it in, my in the episode. last episode. But yeah, I moved to Columbus, Ohio. Yes, I did move for a man. Um, I don't know. I'll update y'all on that. Later. <laughs> but, I mean, I moved for my husband. I would, I would never, not to judge the girlies who do it, but I would never move for a boyfriend. But I did move because I got married. Um, so my place in Ohio is literally like I used to work at this property management company in Stanford, and I used to always go to this one apartment like on my lunch break, and I would be talking to Nye too, and I would show her the apartment. And literally, that is the apartment that I live in, in Ohio. So, even, like, something as small as that, like, seeing that I actually live in the kind of place that I was like, oh, I would love to have this kind of thing. And see that unfold is, like, it's scary. And that's what happened with me with All Saints. I literally said... I want to get back into a job where I can create and I can merchandise and I can do all my visual shit, but I don't want to work. I don't want to, like, execute someone else's talent. And I kept saying, I don't want to, I want the next, if I go back to retail, I'm going to be able to do things the way I want to do them. And at All Saints, my district manager and my regional manager are like, hey, so what do you want to do about blah, 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 blah. And I was like, sometimes I sit back and I'm like, I listen, like when we're on the, the conference calls, 
and I hear people like, I don't know, like, what do you, Eric, how, how should I be doing this? How should I do this? And he'll be like, he gets a little frustrated because he's like, you don't know? Like, <laughs> and then there's me who's like, all right, I'm going to do this and you let me know how this looks. And I'll send the picture and, and to any of them and they're like, that's fine. That's perfect. Or move this over. And, um, you know, switch this out because it would look better like this. Right. I mean, and that's what I wanted. And you got that shit. Got it. Like, my job now, um, I definitely, I've always been working in social, like off and on. Before the pandemic happened, I was working in events. And I kind of wanted to stay in that realm. Um, obviously, the world took a turn. I did get back into social for a little bit, and now I'm, like, full-blown into it. So, I feel very happy because one of the things... I wanted was to make sure I stayed remote because I wanted that flexibility of... You know, kind of just getting up and just being in my house. And I'm kind of, I'm eating my words now. I'm going to tell you why. But I had asked for this. Exactly what I have in a job is what I asked for. One, I had asked for, um, I asked for a position that would allow me to move freely. And that's what I got. And I had asked for a job that just allowed me some room to be creative in terms of writing um, there's some technical stuff that I have to do too, but I got exactly what I wanted. Now, the reason why I say I bit myself in the ass is because <laughs> it's because now that I, I work remote, the remote life is not that um, it's not that social in terms of like being with your coworkers and like having work friends and work husband and you know all that like fun stuff. So. I am missing that part, but I did get exactly what I want, what I wanted, uh, and that is something that we continuously do, and I really love that for us. I really do. Such a blessing. Thankful for the man of above. Seriously, because listen, the way twenty twenty went, when we made a very rash. Yo, why the fuck we made a very like irrational decision in twenty twenty? People say, "Oh, yeah, fuck the question, God." But God, why would you let us quit our job? No. <laughs> and then, listen. But it worked out very well. It did. It did. Like twenty twenty was like, oh yeah, let's just do it. It was such a like a bittersweet year. It was. Yeah, my Godfather. That shit with my Godfather happened. Yes. Too many things happened in twenty twenty. Too many things. <laughs> I was in a relationship with a man from a dating app. Yeah, me that too. That wasn't the actual relationship. <laughs> the guy I was with wanted a kid. Like, <laughs> we were together for like, I think we were together for what, two and a half months? And he was like, yeah, I really want a child. It's like, I gotta stop putting it on him. Yeah. Like, what are you asking me for, man? <laughs> yeah, that was a, that nah, was a dating, long Dating in 2020 was it was too fucking much. Ghetto. And I feel like dating was more of the negative shit that happened. Well, for me, dating was horrible because the pandemic happened, so nobody went to travel into each other. And I was dating a man who lived in fucking Queens, bro. I 
was not trying to go get Rona from Queens. New York Rona is different than Connecticut Rona. I'm like, it's I actually different. did get COVID. <laughs> That's the crazy part. You know what? I actually did I, get God, COVID. I appreciate you because I have not had COVID. I have not had COVID. I, have I haven't COVID. had a COVID scare. None of that. I literally had COVID. And like, it was such a... I had COVID, but not in the super worst way that other people got it. So I am very grateful. Um... I didn't lose, like, my taste or smell. I don't have long COVID, none of that. Like, but I did get COVID. From, I did go back to work at the end of 2020 after quitting my job. I went to another job, and I did get COVID at that job. Um, yeah, 2020 was a shit show. 2021 was kind of our comeback. And I honestly don't remember 2021. I was drunk a lot of the time. I don't remember the first half of 2021, but I woke the fuck up when it came to <laughs> July because July was a whirlwind of events that happened. Um, but I had moved to the city and then I had gone to Florida. Uh, something crazy that I would never imagine in my entire life. Something crazy happened. Um, in Florida. <laughs> and literally just Javon. Changed, it changed my whole it changed my whole perspective of like how manipulative people could be. It was actually it was like funny in retrospect, but at the time it was really like what? Like that kind of scandal, that kind of like thing that people can do to people, like I just I didn't know that was it. And I'm not saying I'm innocent or anything, but I'm just saying I don't really have, like, I don't have a wicked heart like that. Like, I've never desired to, like, cause someone pain like that. So, so that was 2021. I quickly woke up as soon as that happened because I was like, nah, people out here doing it like this. I got to be on my P's and my Q's. And, you know. Uh, so, yeah. And then, the end of 21 is when I was, like, in a transition of, like, marriage moving, blah, blah, blah. And here we are. Middle of 22. Bruh. 2021, I was drunk and aggro to every fucking day. That's all I can tell y'all. I went to work at some point of all of that, but, like, <laughs> I was drunk. And there was more so... We were just, like, socially drinking. That's when I got into this crazy-ass situation with this nigga. Um, I actually... I guess, in a sense, I woke up, too. Like... I, I'm never, I will express myself in, in, okay. I'm very articulate. I will tell you, you are making me mad. You are making me angry. But that's as far as it will ever get. I will never say, when you do blah, 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 it reminds me of when my dad did blah, blah, blah. And that makes me feel this way. I was never that person. But I became that person with the individual who I was dating. And that was such a freeing moment. So then my drunk was a different type of drunk. Like, it was like a, let's get drunk and then kiss each other's face for hours after that. Right. Like, I wasn't drinking to be like, fuck these niggas. Right. That's a different type of, like, when you have that type of energy toward men. And it's, and it's not just, like, men in general. But when you have that, I'm drinking to escape something or I'm drinking to, like, fuck you niggas. Or I'm drinking because fuck the world. That's different than I'm drinking... Cause I want to be. Lucky. I want to be. I, I'm drinking the drink. I'm right. drinking because I see my partner over there. And bro, let me tell you something. When you drinking and you see your nigga on the other side of the room and y'all make that eye contact and it's time to go, that's a different feeling. Yeah. 
that's mm-hmm. a different feeling. Like y'all even gotta say nothing. It's just y'all she's no, time to listen, head out I'm gonna tell you look I'm married okay? <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all last week I woke up and my clothes were at the door okay I can give up these secrets now right? I'm whole, wholly matrimonied <laughs> my clothes were at the door that's a, that's a different kind of like drunk feeling where like you know you just feel happy it's like a really giddy you know there's like a gif of um is it lola bunny where her ears flop down and yeah she had, like, the heart eyes. i <laughs> love that gif it's so cute um but yeah i feel that that's mostly what my drunk has been niggas used to just go at it like the i'm drunk where you at no that all hit different that was all last year for me where you at are you you was drunk you drunk? You was drinking? Yeah. No, I my thing is, in. I need an after party. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I speak in code all the nah, time. Nah, yo. And I'm always, we, I need an after party. We are the most code speakingest people ever. And people be sitting around like, all right. Like, I literally, the other day, I was sitting with these girls and they was talking about doing a do. And I was like, I need to get chewed. And they was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even care to explain. No, I just right. need to get chewed, bro. You just need to know. I also realized now that I have to like, I don't. Well, I don't have to flirt. But now that like flirting is a thing, I can't flirt. Like a man walked up to me and he was like, "Yo, you really wearing an outfit? I want to say back to him so bad. Well, take it off me then." But no, like, <laughs> take it off me then. I really wanted to say that to him, but it was just like. <laughs> that sounds better in my head than it did coming off my tongue. That used to get me in trouble a lot. Nah, but like, I know he was one of those guys that I don't think if I would have said it, he would have taken it the right way. Like, he, it wouldn't have cued for him. Like, uh, this was time for me to, like, I, it's a tip for tap moment. Because when, when a person is talking to you in, in cold like that, it's truly tip for tap. Yeah. So if you don't get it, I would have been mad. I would have probably punched him in the face. And I would have punched him in the so face for old and new. And I wanna put you down. You'd have been like, why did she just punch me in the face? Cause you didn't just catch cause. my joke that I was throwing. I made this joke in 2017. You ain't catch it today. I'ma fight you. But yeah, y'all, just we back. We are back. We got some we got a little bit more catching up to do with certain things. We do. And it'll unfold as episodes come. It's actually time for us to go get drunk now. It is. So we're going to talk to y'all later. <laughs> Bye, Bye y'all. <laughs>